You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive Scottish football content. Hi folks and welcome to the latest episode of the SM Media Scottish Women's Football Show. I'm Scott McPike, it's an absolute pleasure to be your host as always. I'm very pleased to welcome this week's special guest. It's a pleasure to welcome on Falkirk, Suzanne Wyatt. Suzanne, welcome to the show, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on. Yep, it's a pleasure to be here, Scott, eventually. <laughs> we're getting, we're getting there. Obviously, it's a bit later than, we, than it usually is this week, obviously just due to kind of other things going on really, but it's been a, a very busy weekend, Suzanne. No, no so much so for you, obviously for yourself as well. 19 goals so far this season in the league, including seven last week. You're smashing it. I'm doing all right. Um, <laughs> to be fair, if any, if any of the, the, the managers watching, they'll be saying it could have been a lot more because I've missed a few sitters. Um, no, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying my football, so it helps that I'm scoring goals. And obviously being a striker, that's that's kind of what you're aiming to do. So, um, yeah, hopefully more to come. There's loads loads and loads of games left to play. Um, obviously got on a score sheet again this weekend. Uh, we've dropped not going to drop points, we only got a point when we were away, so we're disappointed in that. But yeah, it's that's my aim is to kind of remain top goal scorer of that league and and obviously in my team as well. Um, as a striker, that's what you like to do, score goals. So definitely, <laughs> obviously, you're you're sitting third in the league in thirty four points with sixteen games. Have you been surprised with obviously how good the standards been in that league? Because you've got a lot of good sides. Like obviously, we'll touch on the results later on, but there's a lot of sides there scoring a lot of goals. And have you been surprised with how good that league's been? Uh, well, I was. I was only in this league. Obviously, I played with Stenhouse Muir last season for the second half of the season. Um, and then I just felt at the end of that season, it was kind of time to move on. Um, and I went to Falkirk. So I, w- I actually wasn't very aware of the whole league as a whole, to be honest. So it's been good. The, the standard is high. There's, you know, there's some great teams out there every time. Every game's a kind of must win. So every time you go up against them, you've got to make sure that you're, you're put, like obviously the best we can be. Um so there is, there's a few teams, and obviously Edinburgh being at top, you know, we played them twice, twice, I think it was 4-0, then 4-1, but we're up 1-0 at half-time, so you're mm-hmm. kind of thinking, right, we'll go out, but um, we're disappointed to leave, obviously, that way, two defeats, but that is, the, well, the league's good, there's some individual players throughout the league that are brilliant, I've played with for a lot of years, so there's some of these girls, you know, yeah, go in the park, step in the park, and I've maybe played with somebody 10 years ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're still yeah. playing, so, um, no, it is, it's good, it's, an, it's enjoyable, and it's the fact that it, it is competitive makes it more interesting anyway. Absolutely. Obviously, as well, you, you said there about your career in the game. You played for a long time. You liked the Kilmarnock party, kind of Glasgow women a couple of years ago as well. What's the kind of favourite memories you've got for your career and how good is it to see the women's game develop the way it has over the past few years? Yeah, definitely. I've got obviously got a nine-year-old that she plays football. Um, yeah. So I want her. You know, she can now, I can say to her, like, this can be your career if you really, you know, if you put your mind to it. Um, I've got loads of memories. I, I played with Rangers ladies and I'm a Rangers fan. So that was always one that I'll always, and I was kind of a joint top goal scorer, one of my best pals. And she went on to be like, I think she was there for 10 years or so. Um, and obviously I still follow them as, at the minute because, um, well, again, my, my best pal, one of my best pals is captain of Rangers. So I don't have all the memories of them. We still talk about it. We still get the pictures up and stuff. Um, I also like my time with Thistle. I've played with Thistle for about six years. Yeah. Um, and I remember kind of scoring the perfect hat-trick against Celtic, uh, which was nice. It was a left and a right and a header. So something that I'll, I'll never forget. 
Um, and then just playing at Ibrox as well. Scored two against Ibrox, tried to do a cleansman. Yeah, landed my face. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I do. I, I mean, I've been playing for a lot of years, so there's a lot of teams that um I've had good memories with and remain like friends with almost loads of the players that I've I've played with through the years as well. Uh, obviously, Jill, we had a, a busy weekend. We do have some midweek action that we will do in our roundup on Friday that will be dropping on the website, so keep an eye on that. But we'll cover the weekend's action. We'll start again. SWPL once is on the big three all one. We'll start with Glasgow City, an eight one home victory over Partick Thistle. Again, yeah. just we've spoken about this a lot over the past few weeks. Leanne Ross is doing herself no harms if she wants a job full time. Oh no, absolutely. I think she's, I mean, she's obviously she's she's always been very good. She's she's a big kind of star there. So um I agree. She's a brilliant player and obviously she's she's running away with it, isn't she? I mean we've been I've been at some games obviously with Glasgow City have played in and they're still a top quality side, you know. They've already thought that when um kind of Celtic Rangers came in that they would drop, but they've no, they've obviously still signed some great players, so it's good to see. It's good to see my my daughter's a big fan of them. And there's obviously seven different goal scorers like Chinchilla with a double, Walsh, eh, Mathalo, Kozak, eh, Lisa Forrest as well, James and Alan's brother as well, which was quite it was obviously quite weird to see. Obviously, I didn't yeah. know Lisa was that old. Eh, Lauren Davidson as well, <laughs> Megan Foley with a goal. Again, yeah, there's so much. Yeah, Megan Foley's been there. I played with her. Um, you know, I think it was City Reserves and then Rangers, and she got obviously the move to City. So it's good to see her. It's good to see her scoring. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think Thistle are. A, a, I've got best pals that play for Thistle, so they're kind of hard to bunch to to break down. They've had a couple of kind of defeats recently, right enough. But I thought they started the season that pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just against top sides like that, they just they don't really stand a chance. Once they get one and two into you, they think the heads drop, and that's it, really. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think it is difficult. I think, like as we say, we spoke about it so often. There is a big gap between the top three in the rest of the league, and even like with Hearts and Hibs, there's a big gap between the kind of fourth and fifth as well compared to the kind of the other sides in the league. We'll move on to Celtic as well. A three 0 home win over Aberdeen obviously keeps them within three points of Glasgow City, and that's all kind of Celtic can really do at the moment. Same with Rangers, who we'll touch on in a second. Chloe Craig, Natalie Ross, and an own goal. Celtic are just doing the business about it. They're going about it quietly. We spoke about the start of the season as well. They, were, they lost a couple of big players. They've obviously lost Clarissa, uh, Larissa a couple of weeks ago. Yep. They're still able to just they're, they're still able to score goals, and that's massive for, to be in a title to be title contenders. No, definitely. I think them and Rangers just obviously need to keep winning their games um, to keep up on the side. And it takes kind of one game to slip, you know, and they're they're right back in it. But um, yeah, we took a doing off of Celtic recently at 9 now, so we know what they're like. Natalie also on the score sheet. She was, I just chased her a bit until I got too tired and just mm-hmm. thought. So, um, no, that, that, I mean, that's that's what they need to kind of keep doing, and obviously Rangers the same. Um, Who can I throw down that Celtic team when you played against them? Well, they had obviously, they had a few young ones and stuff in, um, but they had a good, a good side against us, but they're just all machines. Yeah. All machines. I've uh, played alongside Natalie Ross before, and um, a girl at the back I can't remember her name, and she was she was slagging me because I'd been played fives that weekend. She's like, I can't believe <laughs> fives that weekend you're playing us. So we just laughed off. I says, like, I was just the warm up to chase you was about. So <laughs> um, they're a good side, you know. They pass the ball a bit well. Um, we actually did all right to keep it down to nine. So they actually beat teams in their own league for that. So we were happy with that to be. Honest. Brilliant. So, and Rangers as well. A four 0 away victory over the United. 
Yeah. Rangers as well. They're still unbeaten. A couple of draws they wanted to turn into to wins, but they're they're still in a really good place. And obviously, it's it's just really tight at the top of the table. Yeah, no, completely. I was at the old firm um, with my daughters and stuff to watch them, and Rangers had all the ball actually when they played Celtic that time. Um, they just couldn't get the final third; just wasn't happening for them. But they had all the ball, and you know, sitting in the crowd, obviously, with my daughter right, hope for a goal. But as it's, I think they've had a couple of kind of draws where it's been more frustrating for them. Obviously, Kathy Hill being one of my best pals, so we speak regularly. I know and she'll, she'll wear her frustrations as well if they come away somewhere where a draw and <clears throat> they really should have won. So, But they're a good side, very good side. Um, I think, um, you know, I think they train, their training's high intensity, so they're all fit. And that's the big difference, I think, of these people that are sitting up at the kind of top four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, aye, definitely. I think I, I think as well, just that, that big three, like... They're all so, they're, as you say, they're all so fat. They're all so kind of at high intensity. They, again, and it's not like, and you can think of this, like you look at the goal difference as well. Set, uh, Glasgow City plus 62, Celtic plus 72, Rangers plus 71. That just shows you what they can do, isn't it? It's, they've just got no. so many attacking threats. I think they score for all over the park. It's always different goal scorers, that's the thing. It's not as if like, someone's running away with you not know, goal scorer. There's, there's so much talent, you know what I mean, throughout yeah. all the there so but I guess being a full time that's what that does to you it turns you into a machine you know you eat well you, you drink well you train well you sleep well um, and you've got all that kind of like your work basically so if only I was born 20 years earlier <laughs> or later <laughs> I don't know right but uh, uh, I mean it's, it just shows you the kind of the way it's progressed over the past few years uh, next result we'll talk about is Hibs 7 Glasgow women now massive result for Hibs as well I think they had a really good performance uh, story of the game was obviously Rachel Boyle coming back from giving birth about a year ago. It's a really inspirational story. Oh, definitely. Especially when I've got two girls myself, I could certainly never go back to top level. So unbelievable that she can play. Um, obviously, still at that that level, and after giving birth not so long ago. So um, inspiring, really, for for any women watching that to say that you can still continue doing what you're doing as well as living your life. Absolutely. Which is good. Yeah, obviously you had spent time at Glasgow Women in the past as well, and they've obviously kind of they have struggled as well. Obviously, get up to the top division. What's your kind of thoughts on that? And are you kind of surprised? And what what would you kind of say to them about kind of because it, it's going to be tough for them for the rest of the season? What would you say kind of in preparation for the future? No, definitely. I think when I was at Glasgow Women, um, we had signed some great players, but we knew that it was a case of saying like it's going to take a couple of years really before you can yeah. kind of almost in jail and actually since I've I've left a lot of them left and went to different teams Partick Thistle Motherwell so they moved on to different teams because they're talented very talented young girls and I think probably the ones that they've brought in you know it's going to be the same the same meaning it'll take a couple of years really or mm-hmm. uh, well, they can kind of hit it off especially in that top league it's difficult really difficult because they're obviously part time you know they go to their work and then they go and train with these girls they're competing with girls that play top um, are, are there full time so it's still, I mean, I think obviously Andy's there, and I think he's he, he's doing well. Like in terms of, he, like he gets players in anyway, um, and the girls seem to like him. But I think it will take a couple of years before you can compete, really. Yeah, to- absolutely. Yeah, I think that's it as well. I think maybe even like next season going back down, it maybe will take them that to maybe they've had that experience. You know what I mean? They're, they're going down yeah. to kind of the next level. And that'll maybe do them the world of good for next season. And I think this is what this season's been more about when you kind of think about it. Like maybe getting the girls some experience at that kind of top level against the top players and yeah. then kind of using it to kick on. I think that's probably what's, good, what's been happening this year. I think any team needs a mix of kind of experience, new girls coming in and then yeah. everything 
gel. You know, I mean, every team needs to gel with new players. and um, But I just think it's very hard for the lower teams to compete in that league with the top three, really. Um, yeah. And I think that will always be the case until if they ever can go full-time, really. Yeah, absolutely. A big one for Spartans, a 1-0 away win to Hamilton and Motherwell drew 1-1 with Hearts in the uh, other games in SWPL1. Probably a big yep. one for Spartans more than anybody takes them into the top six. Yeah, no, definitely. Spartans, again, I remember playing against them and they're a kind of hearty, hard side to break down and stuff as well. Again, they'll, a bit like the rest of them, they'll struggle a wee bit, but getting up there in the top six is probably where they want to be. They'll probably be happy with that, I imagine. So, yeah, getting that kind of win pushes them up there. They'll, I think they'll be delighted up there. I know, again, I know a few girls that play up there and stuff and, um, and you know, there's well, they're a bit younger than me, but then they're still playing top level, which is brilliant. I love to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, just playing with good young players around about them as well, which helps. So, um, and obviously, Motherwell, I've got um, pals at Motherwell as well, girls for Glasgow women, and obviously, kind of best pals sitting there as well. And um, yeah, they'll be a bit kind of disappointed to draw with hearts, but um, hearts are doing all right as well. There's, yeah. you know, what I mean, they've got some interesting results, so yeah. It's, it's, I think it's the, the second half of that table is difficult. I think they'll all play each other and there'll be random kind of ones that you'll be wouldn't expect, really. Yeah, but, absolutely. Really competitive league as well when you look at kind of from 6th down to 11th. There's, I don't think there's many points at all. I think there's 7 points between 6th and 11th. It's got to be really tight. We'll get into SWPL2. Montrose went to Kilmarnock and won one nil. Obviously, the remains three points clear at the top of the table. Never an easy place to go, Rugby Park, and big one for Montrose, and obviously get, puts them totally in the, the title challenging mode. No, definitely. I think uh, Montrose, I, I had already said that I thought they'd win that league. Um, right. I feel as though they've, because of where they're from, they've got like, the best pick of players, if it makes sense. We're all fighting with players to get players in down here. Um, aye, so it was obviously a good win. I think they'll be a hard kind of team to break down, really. Marnox mm-hmm. uh, is a hard place to go it's a big park as well I've ran up and done that a few times that's mm-hmm. enjoyable. but yeah no, it was good for them to, to come away with a win I think like, are they two points clear or three points clear at all? three points clear at Gartcairn yeah and obviously I was at Gartcairn for a short period as well and enjoyed my time there and um, I, th- I think they're doing really well like do you know what I mean in that, in that league because obviously just getting promoted you'd think that they'd struggle but they brought in some good players and uh, they seem to be flying as well yeah, uh, they won 5-2 home to uh, East Fife as well. We obviously, Dion Brown for Garkirn last week. And one thing that stood out, and I speak to a lot of people at both Garkirn's men's and women's team, and I'm sure you'll agree, the facilities there are unbelievable. Aye, they're brilliant. They're fantastic. And the coaching. The coaching was great. Jerry's in there and he's very good. You know, he's very good. All sessions were good. Um, I just felt it's time for me to kind of... I dropped to like the second half of the table team when I went to St House Muir. And it was just because I'm a bit older now and I kind of commit to the two nights and stuff. So um, it just suited me. That's the only reason why I left because I did time there. The girls were all great. Um, some of the girls are still, you know, they're still get game time and stuff and they're there just now. So, you know, I wish them all the best of luck because they were they're good girls to be around. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, other results here. Queen's Park went to Borough Muir on 1-3-2 and Stirling Uni, big one for them, a 2-1 home win over St Johnston. Big results there. Queen's Park and Stirling Uni both with big victories. Queen's Park go to fifth in the table. Uh, they leapfrog Borough Muir and Stirling Uni, their third one of the season. Huge victories for them. Yeah, no, definitely. Queen's Park again, another one for me that obviously it's John Joyce that's went in there and he was the one that coached me at Glasgow Women. So I'd like to see them doing well. And I think, again, it's took them a wee while for them to kind of like gel as a team, but now they're getting the, the results that they want. So that's a big game against Borough Moore to come away and win 3 2. So I think by going by some of their tweets and that, I think they were buzzing with that anyway. Yeah. Um, obviously, still in Uni beating St Johnson. Again, St Johnson's a stuffy team that's quite hard to beat, quite a physical team. So 
That'd been a hard game as well, but it was tight, being only obviously only been two one. Yeah, uh, championship. There was twenty four goals across four games. That just shows you how many goals you can get in that league. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. We've played um, a couple of teams in that league and we've matched them. Really, it's been tight games. Again, a very good, very interesting, good league. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ross Vale are flying, and um, you know, I think they're they're doing really well. I think that's where our old manager used to to kind of coach as well and took them to a good standard. So, um, yeah, as it's, I mean. Seeing that many goals is good. I don't know if the goal, maybe the goalposts are too far apart or something, or as women's going, or all the goalkeepers are midgets. I don't know. know. There's a lot of goals going in. I know. We'll just run through the results. Uh, Rossville 4, Renfrew Ladies 3, uh, Hutchie Bale 0, Air United 6, Morton 1, Dryborough United, uh, Athletic 4, and Inverness yep. 3, Livingston 3. Livingston, obviously, the Lisbon reduced to 12 points, but they're still, I think they've only lost one game this season as well. Drop points, never an easy place to go, Inverness, but Huge three yeah. points, I would say, for probably Rossville, probably stuck stuck out more than anybody. Tight game yeah. against Renfrew. They obviously go above Renfrew on goal difference. Louise McJacobs with a double. That was a if you you get your money's worth there if you went to Rossville on Sunday. Oh no, definitely. That'd have been a, a, a really good game to watch. Again, Renfrew are a good side. You know, they're again just um strong girls. It's hard to kind of break down. But Rossville are more nippier, I think, you know, like faster. Um, but that'd have been an interesting game to watch, definitely. Obviously plenty of goals to see as well. Um I think Livingston and all by the draw, I think they'd have been disappointed. I think it was an early kickoff through there, which is a big travel. Yeah. Um I think at one point they were winning three two, if I remember, because I think we were checking. Yeah, back. Uh, Iona MacArthur scored a late equaliser, I think, for uh, that is, I thought we were watching it and obviously they'd came back to win 3-2 and I thought, oh, that's, that's great after travelling up there and obviously they, they drew. But they, again, they're another good side. You know, we've, we played them in a, a friendly and it was, or it was a cup or something. It was tight. It was tight between us. So, um, they're another good side, yeah. I don't know much about Drybra, um, but obviously they've, they're scoring goals if they're, they're beating them. Up, yeah, they've, they've, kind of, they've been on a lot, of, a lot of occasions they've maybe struggled to get points on the board, but I think they've won the last three. Yeah, right, so they're doing all right. That's what I mean. So most of these leagues are they're reasonably competitive, and I think that's exactly what you need. Yeah, it's you know if there's certain teams just running away with it, then it's this it's less interesting, isn't it? And um, so it's good to see that it's tight. Yeah, uh, air as well. A six now one away to Hutchie Vale. I think there's been reports about Hutchie Vale. I think a lot of players are leaving. I don't know if there's something else going on there, but again, big one for air. Yeah, no, definitely. We played Touch of Vale as well. Can't remember it was a friendly. And I think we beat them as well. And I think it was probably that kind of story. They're losing players, but but the team's been going for years, so I'm sure they'll get more players in yeah. that will been on it. Just again, just takes a wee while for that to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll move on to uh, League One. Uh, obviously, we'll start with Grampian One, Falkirk One. You obviously got on the score sheet for the visitors. Again, by all reports, just what I've seen, a tight game. What was your overall assessment in the game on Sunday? disappointed. I mean, um, I think it actually became end-to-end at one point, so um, they didn't actually open us up or create much chances, if I'm honest. We kept the ball, um, we kept possession, and then obviously getting up 1-0, you're thinking, right. And then second half started, first five, ten minutes, we were good. And I thought it hey, will get the second, and or to make it 2-1, sorry, and um, we just couldn't get the goal. Then it was just, after that, it was just kind of end-to-end, so... Um, disappointed, disappointed, but it's a point, you know. Whenever, whenever we didn't get beat, which is good. So the morale on the bus on the way home was all right, to be honest. Yeah, but but it was actually all right because it's a hard place to go. You know, when you're travelling for long, it's a hard place, and a lot of their part is really bad. So I had to put well. Brilliant. We'll get through some of the other results as well. Edinburgh, uh, FC Edinburgh six, Gaffney now. West Eight Twelve Dundee West now uh, Stenhouse Muir one nine nil away to Glenifer 
Airdrie yep. 4, BSC 0, and a bit, probably we'll start with this game. St Marin 4, Edinburgh Caledonia 7. What a game that was. And I think it was, I think St Edinburgh Caledonia was 7-1 up and St Marin pulled it, pulled three goals look back late. It was, I mean, another 10 and, minutes, that could have been a different game. Well, that, that exactly. And I think it's Wikira that scored a few, wasn't it? And I think that, um, if you imagine if you'd scored the early second half or something, it's a game on if they keep continue to score. I think they were probably shocked by the, the seven goals that went in before that, right enough, or however it kind of panned out. But I didn't mean a good watch as well. I didn't yeah. really expect to be honest. I didn't no, expect that. I didn't that. expect that either. I said, Marimar coming into this in a good run as well. They've been, been really good form. Again, Edinburgh Cali, pro- I mean, that was their fourth win of the season. There is, I mean, you look at the league table, there is a top six and a bottom six. There are, you can see there's 13 points still between St. Mirren and Edinburgh Cali. And again, to to beat one of the big six as well, it's some, that'll be some boost for Edinburgh Cali. Oh, no, definitely, 100%. I mean, I, I think they'd have been shocked by that as well. Because mm-hmm. um, we've heard that St. Mirren are obviously a decent side, so... Um, and was it Kira, whatever her name? She's scoring a lot as well. So, um, and then to hear that they get sort of battered is, is, was was a bit of a shock. But they done well to come back. You know, and yeah. I was watching that stuff and seeing them with the determination and that. Like, like you said, ten minutes more of that game and it could have been a different scoreline. And that's probably what they spoke about the changing them as well. That you know, if we'd have just played this well at the start of the match, that wouldn't have been that scoreline. Yeah. Women's that though you can you know you go for nothing to five goals past you. <laughs> yeah, nah, I mean it's it's crazy what goes on. Uh, Edinburgh as well. How impressed you've been with them? And obviously another six now one. They're again plus sixty eight in goal difference. They're they're going really well at the top of the table. Yeah, I mean they're a very good side, a very very good side. I know a few girls are playing it, very talented girls. So that I mean I would like somebody to beat them somewhere, but I mean they're doing all right. Um, aye, they're impressive. They've we've played them and they're well organised and the coaching's you know the coaching's good and you can see that on the park. So and um, they're hard to break down, but it's um it's you know it's, it's nice to sit well sitting second before that the weekend there obviously goal difference. So it's a massive game for us next really. Yeah, and look at look at obviously sitting on like including yourself as well. Some of the strikers that are scoring goals as well. Helen Temple and scored a hat trick for Stenhouse Muir on the return for injury. She's such a big player for Stenhouse Muir, isn't she? Massive, massive player. I've tried to get her to Falkirk, but um, before she went there, but um, I've known Helen for years. So she came, um, I think it was at Stenhouse time when we played a friendly together and we both scored a few goals. So she's a very good player. She's um, she's always played at a high level. She's very fit for her age and stuff, and she's still able to stick the ball in the back of the net, as you can see. So it doesn't surprise me when she scores. So I just don't hope she goes in my tally. <laughs> West Ike as well, Kayleigh Trainer with five goals, twelve now home one over the D West. Again, West Ike, obviously they're they're looking at them Stenhouse Muir and Grampian are probably the teams you'll be looking out for and kind of for that second place. What's it like West Ike, you've been impressed with them? Yeah, so I didn't I wasn't there the game that we played them. Um, I had a match ban, unfortunately, so I didn't travel up, but um the girls said they were decent. You know, they obviously pointed out a few players to us that I won't mention because they'll be getting well marked at the game. <laughs> A week on Sunday, but um, they're all, yeah, they're a good side. I think the, the two teams are up there quite a sticky side to break down, and they play try and play some football, which is good. So yeah, we just we need to go in. We're playing them a week on Sunday, obviously, and we need to bet our best really to beat them. So and hoping that because we're obviously in home, that we will, you know, um, obviously the Falkirk Stadium that we're hoping that we'll be able to get the win that we need Aye. to go back. That'll be, that'll be like a big occasion as well. Obviously, Falkirk Stadium, it's quite. It can be quite a kind of open stadium, but it's it is a what's it like obviously to play there? 
It's brilliant. The, the, the facilities up there are brilliant. Even the, the small park outside that we train on is great as well. Um, gym and stuff in there, so it's good. Um, but being in the stadium is just a different feel. So yeah. when, when they like it, when Celtic came, they were impressed, you know. Um, and it's it's yeah, it's a good it's a good place to be. And the, the, the changing rooms, like obviously they share them with the, the top teams, and it's it's excellent. It's the way it should be, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any team. Anyway. Absolutely. Uh, final result I want to talk about. Uh, BSC now, Airdrie Ladies 4. Sophie Harris in my hat trick as well. Airdrie, I, I kind of have been kind of impressed with the way they've been going about their business. They've scored a lot of goals, actually. They've just not, not been really able to get the wins in the board. And to go to yeah. BSC in one four now, it's a big result. No, definitely. Um, we played Airdrie again. It was a bit sticky. I think it was... We were 2-0 up and then they came back with two goals and they just sort of stuck and it was hard to break down. A couple of kind of clearances off the line and stuff but they're, they're a decent enough and like you're saying they're doing it quietly they're just going about their business quietly so um, but they seem to be doing all right Yeah what's the kind of thoughts and the kind of the way the, the kind of leagues have went obviously the past few years there's been a big kind of progression in terms of the way the leagues are going like with more teams coming through and things like that it must be like impressive to see just how well the kind of the leagues have developed Oh definitely I mean obviously there's a big gap between the top top league and now, you know, if you play a team or you get pulled away something a cup or something and you're going off oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 amazing to see how well the football and the women's game is. I mean I've got like I said, I've got a daughter who I want to like she's inspired by it, you know, so she wants to watch watches City and she watches Rangers and she thinks I want to do that, Mum, I want to do that. So and um so they're all role models which is good and me trying to keep up it doesn't really work for me because I can't walk on a Monday. Not <laughs> <laughs> a good go. Um but no it's amazing. It's came on leaps and bounds. I mean it's 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 like girls getting out there, it's a full time job now. It was never like that when I was growing up. Um you know I used to play in the red ash. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to go at these parks at four G and stuff and um appreciate the facilities and stuff and um no it's good. Enjoy it and it's I think it's only going to get better as well. I think it's more competitive league. Like, you know, there's teams joining the, the bottom to they work their way up and you just imagine them in five years' time yeah. we'll probably be you know. Um so no, as it's, it's it's good to see. It's good to be a part of it, actually. If I wasn't playing football, I don't know what I'd be doing because I'd be bored anyway. Have you thought about obviously that after football, are you want to kind of still stay in the game? Like, have you thought that far ahead? I mean, I've been asked a load of times to go into coaching, and you know, I think I've got like early touches badges for years ago and stuff. But I coach when I'm on the park, so I already kind of um, it's a big commitment for these people, and I don't know how they manage it. If I'm honest, like it's brilliant. That's that, that's a big bit of respect for that as well. You know, the ones that are coming in and doing it voluntarily. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I maybe would take up a coaching role, but it would probably be involving kids and. You know what I mean, and, or something along the lines of my daughter's, um, just because she's obviously still keen to play. But I'm not ready to hang the boots up. I think uh, maybe my pace says otherwise. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, still sticking the ball in the back of the net, and I'm still doing all right. But I've literally just say I've got a lot of runners run about me. Yeah, right. How good is the kind of team spirit at Falkirk as well, and how much you enjoying being there? I loving it, absolutely loving it. The coaching, the staff, every day, you know. All the boys in between the goalkeeping, everything it's all brilliant. The morale is excellent. Um, it's it's just it's all about belief, and that's what they, they they believe in us, and they believe in the team, and um, and you know we bring new players in, and they gel right away, and they say this is unbelievable. So I've only been at my second training session, and it's magic. Yeah. Um, I was down to the manager, and then all the way down through us, and um, so we got a great setup, and we all get a laugh, you know, like there's there's girls in there that we just we cry with laughter during training and on the bus and everything else and it's it's good fun. But um the main thing is we're winning. And it's yeah. I think that's what you've got to do. Like 
every time you go to whether it doesn't matter what league it's in, you want to win games, you want to win your next game, it's still competitive. So you can get a laugh, but we still want to go and win. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously what we're doing at full cricket at the minute. So we're doing well and the boys are doing well. And I don't think anybody doesn't like it. I think everybody's enjoying it. Brilliant. Well, it's been, an, it's been a real pleasure to be on the show, show, Suzanne. Thank you very much for joining me and best of luck for the, the rest of the season. Thank you very much. Brilliant. Thank you very much, everyone who's tuned in. Please follow us on social media for consistent women's football coverage. And as always, subscribe to our YouTube and podcast channels. And we'll be back next week for a new show. Thank you. Mm-hmm.